Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. I think America's like a sleeping giant, and I think it's beginning to wake up, and I want to help with the awakening so that it survives. All creepily got your friggin' nose all up in everybody's hair. Now, I personally don't like him. I think the guy's a complete moron. Now's the time to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in. You don't go from a bartender to a congresswoman. It's just so dumb. <laughs> and the respect that you've given all of us it's really important the republican party is stronger than it's ever been and it's going to be a lot stronger than it is right now we're going to turn it around we're going to turn it around fast thank you all very much that support has been so incredible thank you great message from a great leader this is little joe's conservative corner um just real quick get this out of the way before i get into it Rumble, you can follow me there on my channel, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. It's not going to be a video cast of the entire podcast. I've changed the format a little bit. What I'm going to do is it's going to be a different subject than what I talk about during my podcast. They're going to be four to five minute long videos uh, just going over one particular item. So if you'd like to check those out, check it out at Rumble. Go to my channel, look up Little Joe's Conservative Corner with no spaces in between all the wording, and you should be able to find me there. Now back to my opening monologue. Wonderful words from Donald Trump. Uh, I think we're all looking forward to it. Hopefully we will be able to take back the House, Senate, and eventually in 2024 the White House pending fixing voting laws prior to that, which is going to be a big component of winning back each one of those. But to show you the stark difference between the leader we had to the moron that's in the White House right now, yesterday was the anniversary of D-Day when we stormed the beach, joined the fight, and uh, ultimately helped win the war and save, I would Imagine probably millions of lives, even though unfortunately millions were taken prior to that. Brett Bart reported, not that it needed to be reported, but Brett Bart did report, Joe Biden was all crickets. The report titled, Joe Biden neglects D-Day, tweets about the Tulsa race massacre instead. Joe Biden tweeted a video out Sunday of his meeting last week with the survivors of the Tulsa Race Massacre, but did not mention the June 6th was also the anniversary of D-Day, the U.S.-led invasion of Normandy in the Second World War. Biden, who appeared to confuse D-Day with Pearl Harbor Day last year on his campaign trail, tweeted, I met with the survivors of the Tulsa Massacre this week to help fill the silence. Because in silence, wounds deepen. And, as painful as it is, only in remembrance do wounds heal. He shared a video produced by the White House in which emphasized the need to tell the truth about America's past sins. You can't pretend it didn't happen. It can happen again, he said. The article goes on, ultimately says none of Biden's Twitter accounts, at Joe Biden, uh, Potus, and White House had commemorated D-Day by 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, a search of the White House website also showed no statements. Since taking office, Biden has emphasized the flaws in American history over the success. 
Within hours of taking the oath of office, he had deleted the report of the 1776 commission, which sought to restore the place of America values and heroes in public discourse and school curricula. The report is still available at the website of Hillsdale College. Biden has reportedly emphasized the importance of systematic racism to understand the United States and its history. Throughout the 2020 campaign, Biden claimed falsely that President Trump had avoided a World War I military cemetery in Europe because he did not care about dead soldiers and had supposedly called them suckers and losers, which we all found out was absolutely false. On D-Day, American GIs led the liberation of Europe from Nazism and fascism as they landed on the coast of Normandy with the British and the Canadian allies. 156,000 troops stormed the beaches, carried in 5,000 ships and supported by 11,000 aircraft, facing a deadly rain of gunfire, artillery and bombing from the Germans along the occupied French coast. More than 4,000 Allied troops died, but the bravery of the troops secured the beachhead from which the war would be won. Breitbart did reach out to the White House for additional comment, but obviously they didn't care to comment back or say anything to him. It shows you how different the leadership is and where the priorities lie in our leadership currently. President Trump went around and supported our military, put a lot of time, invested a lot of resources into building up the military. He honored our fallen soldiers. He actually cared about America and American values and knew that it was because of those people who gave the ultimate sacrifice of their lives is why we have it so good today and why this country still stands. Where on the flip side of that, Sleepy Creepy is out there beating America down, telling us what a garbage country we are, how our foundations are built on racist principles that need to be destroyed, and we need to start anew. He doesn't care about our troops. He's more concerned with defunding police, defunding the military, and beating us down, like I just said. So what a big difference in the way people view America. If you hate this country that much, you should certainly not be running it. That should go without saying. And also, you should get a one-way plane fare somewhere else. Anywhere else. Go live somewhere else and see how green the grass is on the other side, please. Especially, all the people that hate America are the most crazy people. People like AOC and the squad. Joe Biden. Chucky Schumer. Nancy Pelosi, all of you, get yourself a one-way trip somewhere else and do not come back since you hate this country so much. This country that has made all of you rich. How you get rich on a governmental salary is a trick in itself. But since we're such a bad country, why don't you take some of that wealth that you acquired through this country and go somewhere else? You would be doing us a great service and would be much appreciated. Justin News ended up reporting that Manchin to vote against bill federalizing elections, dealing a major blow to Democrats. Manchin reveals position in newspaper op-eds citing partisan nature of bill. Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat of West Virginia, declared Sunday that he will oppose his party's legislation to federalize how elections are conducted. Dealing a severe blow to the Democratic passage in the evenly divided Senate. The For the People Act would, among other things, ban voter ID requirements, mandate mail-in voting options, and begin registering voters at age 16. It has faced uniform Republican opposition. 
In an op-ed published in the Charleston Gates Mail, Manchin declared the bill was too partisan and divisive. He also revealed he would not support eliminating the filibuster that requires 60 votes to consider most pieces of legislation in the Senate. On that point, he is joining a second Democrat, Kristen Sinema of Arizona. I believe that partisan voting legislation will destroy the already weakening binds of our democracy, and for that reason, I will vote against the For the People Act, Manchin wrote. He added... He would speak to, seek bipartisan compromise no matter how difficult, and to develop the political bonds that ends division and helps unite the country we love. However unfortunate it seems, I've said it, most people have said it or heard it, the filibuster is hanging on by a thread. Cinema and Manchin are the only things stopping the left from really turning things bad. Things are bad right now. They're getting a lot of stuff through and Joe Biden ruling like a dictator with all of his executive orders. There's a lot of nonsense going on and they're implementing a lot of things that I wish were not happening. They're more destructive to America than they are beneficial. But if Joe Manchin was to crack or Sinema was to crack and the filibuster was gone, if you thought it was bad before, oh, things would get a whole lot worse real fast. I would not be surprised if they broke We would already have the courts packed. The For the People Act would be passed. I mean, we would be going deep down a socialist path that I don't think we'd be able to climb back out of that hole in the long run. So although we are hanging on by a thread, at least maybe, I mean, we got a little while to go still. If Joe Manchin holds on till at least midterms and we can reclaim either the House, Senate, or both, then we can all breathe a sigh of relief, and know that no severely radical bills are going to be passed going forward, and we would still have two more years with that sleepy creepy in the White House, if he even makes it that long. I mean, let's be honest. I think we all know what's coming. There's going to come a point where either A, he's just going to step down for medical reasons, or B, they're going to invoke the 25th on him, and they're going to boot him out because of medical reasons. It's one or the other. They can't keep hiding this forever. Every speech the man makes, he messes it up somehow, some way. He goes off script. He's not reading a teleprompter. He Sometimes he says stuff that is just completely incoherent. And other times he ends up saying stuff that is creepy, like he was saying to the six-year-old girl. Okay, and In that case, there was an article. I, I want to say I read it in Brett Bart News. I'm not 100% sure. You could look it up yourself. Um, but it was to the effect of his staff was frustrated with him because he keeps going off script. Like every two to three paragraphs, he'd end up going off script and saying something reckless and they'd have to kind of bring him back. (laughs) Yeah, great. And this is the guy meeting with world leaders. You know he's probably just sitting there drooling on himself in the meeting and everybody else is taking notes to turn back into whoever is actually making the calls Because we know Joe Biden's not making the calls. Joe Biden doesn't even know who Joe Biden is. And Fox News reported former professor slams New York City psychiatrist who talked about shooting white people as unfit to practice medicine. I have a clip from that. I'd like you to hear it. The country is deeply divided. And part of the reason the country is deeply divided is because of academia. They're putting fuel in this fire. Yes, and the problem is that this woman, she should be reported to the New York State Board of Health or the Connecticut Board of Health or wherever she's from, I believe New York, 
and also uh, the professional boards. I mean, she should not be practicing medicine. What she says matters. And so there are lunatics that may be listening to her speech right now that will go out and act on her fantasy. She has planted that in someone's mind. So in case you missed the original story, the original post was out of the New York Post. A Dr. Aruna Kiliani, I probably butchered that name, FYI. Uh, A New York-based psychiatrist told an audience at the Yale School of Medicine in April that she had fantasies of unloading a revolver into the head of any white person that got in my way. And she also said, walking away from the shooting with a bounce in my step and that white people make my blood boil and are out of their minds and have been for a long time. There is audio of it. It's about 51 minutes long. It doesn't make sense for me to play that for you, considering my podcast is only 21 minutes. But if you go to the New York Post, you could look up the article, and in the article, it links you to the actual conversation that she had. And like I said, it's about 51 minutes long. The name is The Psychopathic Problem of the White Mind. And it included learning objectives such as step up white people's absence from empathy towards black rage as a problem and understanding how white people are psychologically dependent on black rage. (laughs) Yeah. You want to talk about somebody who's got a little bit of rage since we're going to talk about rage. Um, I don't fantasize of walking up and unloading a revolver into anybody's head. I gotta be honest with you. I I am a firm believer of the Second Amendment. I'm always carrying. However, I pray to God that I never actually have to pull my gun out and use it on another human being. So I don't fantasize about shooting anybody. I actually, me personally, I'm on the opposite side of that. I'm the polar opposite. I hope I never have to do that. But her, she seems to think that any white person standing in her way, it's okay to make a statement like, I want to go out and unload a revolver into their head. Problem with that is there are plenty of crazy people out there. And just like the clip that I played you from uh, Dr. Carol Swain, she's right. People are listening and people do stupid things. So you putting that out there into the world, you may get a few crazies that think that that's a great idea and you end up having innocent people shot. You have no idea anything about these people, if they're good, bad, or in between, but nonetheless, nobody deserves to die just because some other crazy person is telling people to unload revolvers into people's heads. You want to talk about censorship? You want to talk about problems in America? Trump ends up getting a two-year ban from Twitter He didn't make a statement even remotely close to the statement that came out of this lady. If you looked at any of Trump's social media accounts, he, everything was about letting your voice be heard, marching down peacefully. He certainly didn't say, go out of your way to get a gun and unload a revolver into people's heads. And he got banned. But somebody like this, Twitter won't do anything about. They don't care because, hey, that's part of their narrative right now. Right now, if you happen to be white, male, straight, and a Christian, boy, you are the devil. Because <laughs> that's where it's at. So if you join me in that checklist, because I'm in that checklist. So if you if you are part of the same checklist I'm part of, we are in trouble. They think we are Satan. And that just goes along with how I always say Democrats always accuse you of doing what they're doing. 
Okay, they're demonizing us when we're the peaceful ones, when you have people like this that they're praising for coming out and having so much courage and to say things like this and to really take on racial justice and go out there and threaten to kill white people for no reason and, and do it with a bounce in your step and hop along and you're just a wonderful human being. Okay, and you're, you're, you're a great person. Yeah, but I'm, a, I'm the devil because uh, I go to church on Sundays because I'm white and I'm a man. Oh yeah, and I happen to be straight. Good Lord, I, I you know, I must have. I checked every box when it came down to that. But we apparently seem to be the messed up ones. Hopefully, nobody actually acts on her ridiculous statement. And you would think that there should be some repercussion for saying something like that. She should not be practicing medicine anywhere. Keep in mind, she's a psychiatrist, so. People are going to her that already have mental problems. And that's the person that's trying to help you fix your mental problem? Oh, that was probably going to go really well. I'm sure you're not coming out of that office more crazy than when you first went in. You'd be better off talking to a five-year-old. Because you know what? Although they would probably make just about as much sense as that lady makes, the good news is everything that they would be telling you would be through love and in good intentions. So it might bring you a little joy to your life. Although it could be reckless. (laughs) It's probably more joyful than sitting there having somebody feed you something like that. So amazing that we're the crazy ones. Oh, and last but not least, Kamala Harris takes her first international flight. She's going to Guatemala, pondering the question, why are so many people leaving the country and heading to America? Well, newsflash, I could have answered that for you. I could have saved you jet fuel. I could have saved people time. If anybody was working overtime, I could have saved you some money there too because it's really the most simple question ever. It's answered this fast because that idiot in the White House invited them. You told them, come on down. Creepy's going to take care of you. Creepy's going to let you in. He's going to give you green cards. That's right. Creepy's going to make sure you're all taken care of. We're going to give you money. We're going to take care of your housing, your food, all of it. Of course they're coming. What What do you think? You gave him an open invitation. The door's wide open. The front door's wide open. And you got the best thing on the stove, so the house smells great. So you're just luring them in like uh, Hansel and Gretel. Just leaving the cookie crumbs, bring them on down. But you know what I really liked? I really did like that when Kamala Harris got to Guatemala, she was actually greeted by Guatemalan protesters who did not want her there because they don't like her. (laughs) That is just fantastic. I mean, nobody likes you here. Nobody likes you there. And now today, you're supposed to go to Mexico. And I'm sure you're probably going to get the same type of reception there because I doubt they like you any better than the people in Guatemala do. Because remember, to get to America, you first have to go through Mexico, which means that the true Mexican citizens are probably sick and tired of seeing these caravans of people coming through where you know a good percentage of them just stay in Mexico, so their country's getting flooded as well. You guys are just fantastic. You're screwing everything up. Oh, my goodness. When I saw that in the news, man, I'm just like, wow, I could have uh, why didn't they just call me? I could have answered that for you in about three seconds. You invited them. There it is. <laughs> Nothing else to be said. I don't know why we need to take plane flights all around the world to figure this out. It's not that complicated. 
Well, that will do it for me today. Uh, check me out on Rubble if you get a chance. Like I said, uh, under my channel, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. No spaces if that helps. I'd like to give a shout out. I do not know this person, but you have left me a few kind reviews, and I do appreciate it. One on the podcast, one on Rumble. So e-boogie mama, whoever you are, thank you for listening, and thank you for your kind words. Otherwise, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at L-J-C-O-N-S-E-R-C-R-N, Clout Hub, Little Joe's CC, Gab, Little Joe's Corner, and Parlor at Joe Little. I would just like to remind you that I'm basically only posting my podcast there, links to it. Uh, right now, I'm not doing any articles or anything like that. You can check out my website, littlejoecc.com, and I will be moving articles in and out of there consistently. I'll leave them up for a couple of days, and then I'll swap them all back out. Just things that I find interesting, so you can check me out there as well. I do have a merchandise page. I'm still working on that. When that comes through, I will let everybody know via this podcast. Besides that, I hope you have a blessed Tuesday, and I will see you again on Friday. Oh, 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 oh,